Welcome to the Humans Inside the Pods with Morgan O'Learon, a podcast exploring the power of community, one conversation at a time. So welcome, Maddie. Thank you so much for uh, joining me today. Uh, you're in Stockholm right now. Uh, that's where we briefly met uh, when I was uh, visiting uh, back at K9. Uh, and I'm super excited to, to have you on the podcast. Um, as I always start, would you like to introduce yourself uh, just the way you want to? Yeah, thank you. And uh, I'm really happy to be in the podcast. It's going to be fun to to share a little bit. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm currently in Stockholm right now uh, at K9, actually, um, at home. <laughs> and um, um, so a bit about myself. Um I'm born and raised in Sweden in a really small town. Uh, it's a, around 40,000 citizens. And um, uh, yeah, I have um, went to school there and studied and um, had lots of friends and activities. I've always been like um, in group activities a lot. Um, so I've been dancing and um, swimming and stuff like that. It's always been teams. Um, okay, so I grew up there, and uh, um, yeah, so it's the the southern part of Sweden. And um, I, after I graduated uh, as a assistant nurse, uh, I started to um, understand more about healthcare and the fact that we. Um, have a really good system in Sweden that we can really help people when when it's like emergencies for example or we have good treatments when it's like really somebody's really sick um and somewhere inside me I was like but how can we do to like not make it an emergency like where where is the preventative part Mm. Uh, I started to question that a lot and um I needed to get a job, so I applied basically everywhere in this small town <laughs> um, and just been like, hey, I'm done, I'm ready to work. And uh, uh, it was a health food store that um, took me in then. And I remember the first time I met the owners, I was just like, wow, this is such a cool place. Like, it smelled so good in the store and they were so nice. <laughs> uh like all the herbs and everything. Uh, I don't know if you've had that experience when you go into like a store and you just like... Yeah, yeah, some, just some feel place, yeah smell is a very strong um, sense for me as well. So yeah, yeah. smell is very important. <laughs> like good smells have yeah. a big uh, impact on me for sure, yeah. 100%, I so agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, then I started working there and my interest in, in health and wellness just started to expand so much. Um, and um, then that journey led me on to actually uh, working quite a lot uh, within like health food stores and different chains and stuff like that. Um, and uh, then uh, my um, uh, boyfriend back then had a company, so they wanted to expand their business and he thought Stockholm would be like a good place to do that so he asked me if I wanted to join which I said yes to and 
wow I had no idea where that would lead me into like looking back now and like knowing that Maddie that was like around her like young 20s uh and uh knowing where I am now it's like boom I had no idea what I got myself into what a journey um but yeah we moved up here and um uh, I sort of started working a lot again within uh the healthcare system in Sweden uh and then gradually moved on to um my um a really nice company called Vair Labs. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was there for about two years. Um, and, and that was when an interest for IT became quite um, IT and like project projects, working within projects. That was like when that passion popped up. Um, so then I moved on to a company I'm on right now, which is, which is IT within healthcare. So it's different software solutions for the healthcare industry. Um, then now, actually, yeah, it was last year that I um, uh, finally started to do my education within yoga. So actually, it's one month ago that I finished that course. So now I'm a certified yoga teacher Um, so that's a new journey to begin with now yeah Um, because it's been like I don't know it's like it's been in waves for me where it's been like um, my passion and hobby has been work and then it's not been my work Um, and then it's also been like it's been a really cool journey of like seeing how I can move in and out of it uh, and I also think it's like when we step out of out of it and sort of leave it to breathe for a while, that's when like a new energy can come in to to want us to learn more or maybe come in with new perspectives and stuff. And yeah, psychology-wise, like how how we relate, how we bond, how we connect. I think it's um, such a big part of um, of life. Maybe we can go into what what journey took you to Canine then? Because so you you said you moved to Stockholm to work in that company uh, with your ex partner, um, um, or your current partner actually I don't know because you said my no, partner then, so yeah, I my <laughs> my current partner back then. All uh, right. Yeah. So he he had a company and mm-hmm. he um, wanted to expand that in Stockholm. And I was not working for him, nor right. did I work for him uh, in Stockholm either. But it was okay. sort of like, that was the movement to Stockholm from, from uh, the small town. <clears throat> and um, um, I think my journey then, like I was Sambo for like six years. And then I started to live by myself. I uh, moved out, found a really cute apartment at Yardas. Uh, mm-hmm. like 23 square meters I was just like oh my god I moved from this huge flat with my ex into like a really small space and I've always had a sense of like interior and love like design and I love to have um, or I love to be around things that really brings me joy um, mm-hmm. um, uh, like Marie Kondo have you heard about her yes yeah, yeah totally love that woman oh my god what a gift to life <laughs> so she uh, yeah, or yeah so like 
um, when I moved into that small space, that was like, I, I remember being like so shocked about the fact that I needed to clean out even more because I felt like I had cleaned out so much before. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, uh, I lived there for about one and a half year-ish and mm-hmm. uh, started to really expand my social network um got to know so many new beautiful friends and in that circle um that was where some of them lived in co-lives or collective like they lived like that and first when I met it I was just like okay cool like they invited me to like have movie nights or just like come over for dinner just like chill um and I remember um when it was like one evening and I was at a friend's place uh, who lives in like they have a whole house together and they are eight people living together and I was just like wow this is so cozy like this is so cozy uh, because I've grown up with like in this small town it's like I've had two minutes to walk over to my friend we always biked together to school we've uh, gone to activities together there's always been this like small circle and always like lots of people around and lots of friends and family you know um so it started to really remind me of that feeling uh of like having having them closer because it's like one thing when you live by yourself and you're like yeah I can invite someone in or they invite me or we do things but it's very planned and structured and like doesn't really happen that spontaneous chat um so there was something sparking in me at that moment and I remember like thinking like maybe I should do this maybe I should do that um so then I met Philip uh at a dinner a mutual friend of ours and he was like, yeah, you know, I live in Stockholm with K9, the co-live in Östermalm. And I was like, is there co-live in Östermalm? Like, what? <laughs> it was like, so not the picture you have of Östermalm. It's like, you think everybody lives in these gigantic, super expensive apartments with like diamonds on the walls. No, that's to no, take it to I the know. maximum. But, but still, like. Life. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he, he explained about it. And I was just like, 50 people one building there's people living multiple ones in one room like what is this uh and he uh, we clicked very well so we he invited me over and I was like I remember the first time being here I had no idea what floor I was on uh and uh, I remember in the big kitchen and then um one housemate uh, has a kid and he came in and like the kid came in and I was just like oh somebody's here for a visit it's like no he lives here he's here every second week or whenever he has him and I'm like so there's even like a kid here I'm like this is fantastic and I could see like yeah you know just like how beautiful it is to to call it it, it was so nice um no spots available at that point I didn't really like apply at that point either um I started to like have conversations with my girlfriends about like co-lives how other friends were living and that there was like a bit of like an interest inside of me and a friend of mine sends over 
um because villa 24 they had posted something about that they needed new residents um in in a podcast or something <clears throat> so my friend sends over this instagram and stuff and i just see this cute house and i'm like wow okay uh, and they needed somebody for two months and i was like that seems like a reasonable good time to like try this out um so i asked my landlord i'm like can i can i rent this place out because i want to try a thing for two months uh, <laughs> and then i might come back and he's like sure yeah like i trust you go on um so i rented my place out and um moved out to villa 24 and just fell in love <laughs> it's just like this love story <laughs> um like it was in the middle of the summer last year um and um uh, i think it was two weeks in living there that philip wrote that there was a spot at k9 so i had basically lived <laughs> in the co-lib for two weeks <laughs> oh the timing okay yeah uh and they were like yeah we need somebody like from next month from next month uh that's permanent and i was just like what's the terms and conditions dude like what's the thing here like what do you mean let me know everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then um i i got to see the contract and i was just like this feels really stable and this feels you know when you just feel it in your in your body that like yes 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 this is it this is mm -hmm. this is uh, this is really good um so um i said that i wanted to come for an interview and uh because how philip lives and the spot that was open was in the pots so in the room that's built by an architecture um where we are four people on 30 square meters basically i think it's around 30 i actually have no idea exact measurements but it doesn't really matter it's like a in my room head it, it, it is smaller but i mean it's hard to have a real grasp of space because of the way it is designed <clears throat> exactly yeah. um yeah so it's basically each of us have like five or eight square meters each and we have curtains to like close ourselves in if we want to have private space uh we each have a little window and like a bed and a desk that's it um so uh when i came to the interview it was all the three others that lived there then um and uh straight away also like uh felt very at home and felt very welcomed and um uh, yeah, also just the space itself, knowing that I would need to like minimize my, my <laughs> go into hardcore minimalistic lifestyle. Um, yeah, it's the next level of minimize, uh, minimalism. Right? Next level, yeah. So, yeah, it, it, it just like my entire being was just saying yes to this. Like, I knew there would be challenges, I knew there would be, um, uh like a big change because at villa 24 i had a room that was 30 square meters i had a walk-in closet and like a huge By window yourself. yeah oh wow what's that, so what's it that was like bigger than your flat apartment yeah oh my god <laughs> yeah all right um 
so um uh yeah i signed the contract uh and about one month later i moved in here uh and i mean i remember how people were just like one month in k9 is like three months in the normal world <laughs> and i was like yeah 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 okay i get it yeah it's funny guy okay <laughs> and now like i've been here uh nine months i think yeah it must be nine months and i'm yeah it feels like i've been here two years <laughs> for sure <laughs> Oh, yeah. that's funny because I think every single person I've interviewed from K9 at some point during the chat says something like that. Like everything yeah. is so intense and happens so much so fast. Uh, so yeah, I've had people who had just moved in like three months before and they already felt like, you know, this is home. This is it. Like I found it. Like, yeah, so, yeah I get that. All right. Mm. What was the biggest like... It must have been a massive shock, even if it's like a good one, like it, if only if you took it clearly very positively, like going from 30 square meters on your own to, I mean, not on your own, you were still sharing with other people, but still you had your private space to like eight square meters with yeah. three other people. Like, mm. even if you come in with the best, like, you know, open mind and uh, positivity, it must be some things where you're like, whoa, shit, what was the thing that kind of like maybe worried you the most or? Mm, what worried me the most is that like, I know that I need some alone time. Like I know that I am like an extrovert in that sense. Um, I like a lot of like socialing, um um events and uh, uh gatherings and stuff and, and having people around me but i do know that there is a part of me that's need need totally my own space like when you can be in a room and it's just you it's just you in your own energy bubble basically mm -mm. um so that was something that i was like i didn't really see it as a problem then but I saw it as one thing that could be like potentially hard. Um, and yeah, went in with full positivity. <laughs> but uh, I think during like these months now, I did reach a point where it was just like, wow, I have no idea how I should navigate in this. Because <clears throat> um, I almost felt overwhelmed at one point. And then I started to realize that, oh, okay, it's because uh, like Villa 24, for example, that's, I had that space. I could just close my door. It, it naturally happened, you know, without me putting so much effort than going into my room. But here it's like, yeah, I mean, I love to dance. I love to do yoga. And yeah, I mean, basically the floor space I have is exactly a yoga mat. <laughs> That's my own floor space. <laughs> I've tried it. <laughs> it's like, it's an it exact measure. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and um, um, so once I hit that point of like feeling yeah, a bit overwhelmed, actually, 
of like, okay, I can sit down and be in my own space, but there is always somebody, you know, the feeling when you sit down and you're like, you just want a quiet moment and you know, somebody will pass or somebody will come in or somebody will, sometimes you just don't want that. Yeah. You just want your own space. So what I realized was that I need to create that. Um, so what I've done then is I'm like a room in this house that I have so much love for is Zen room. Oh my God. It calms my whole being. That is like the most beautiful space ever. Like I love to meditate as well. And like my yoga practice. Um, and the Zen room is like, it's the heart for me. It's like the heart at canine. Um, <laughs> because it, it really nurtures me so much, so, so much. A lot of other spaces does too, but that for me, specifically when it comes to this, like the challenge. Um, <clears throat> so what I did then was just like start to go down, take my little journal book or take my uh, yoga mat with me uh, or like I use the yoga mats that are here in the house um, and just like roll it out, do my little session or have like a 15 minute meditation session where it's just me and it's so nice um so i think i gained the perspective of like once you live by yourself or you and like in your own apartment for example like i said in the beginning it's like either you invite somebody in or you are invited somewhere and you can say yes or no but here it's basically like whenever you just wake up <laughs> you have people around you and when you go to bed it's like that's when you're <laughs> by yourself again or yeah it's 24 7 um so there is not you have to change it um because also before it's like you leave your apartment you know you will be more social and then you come back and it's naturally just you in your space and here it's like i wake up i'm in a social space I go out, I'm in a social space. I go to work, I'm in a social space or the gym or whatever. So there is not that other dynamic that I've been so used to. Um, yeah. It's a whole new perspective of like, ah, I really need to prioritize this time. I really yeah. need to set off that time for myself. Uh, and for me, it's become like a self-love practice. You know, for me, it's also become such um, um a new way of needing to navigate my own energy levels and like my self-awareness have raised to a hundred percent or yeah I don't know if we're ever hundred percent but it feels like a a massive shift of like how much I've learned about myself uh just in these nine months yeah um and and K9 and the people that are here right now just like gives you such a beautiful space to also be able to to um, communicate about that process like the challenges you have and you can like uh, exchange different perspectives and thoughts and oh it's so beautiful so i've gotten a lot of help as well yeah um which is amazing it's a beautiful great. community mm. i think that's great what you're saying like it's we all, I always say, and people always say, oh, I've, I've, I'm learning so much about myself, right? And 
sometimes it becomes something that we say like even without thinking about a concrete example and I think that's exactly mm. what it is right it's like what does that mean to learn about yourself it sounds a bit like woohoo but it's yeah. exactly <laughs> that it's those things that in a like quote-unquote normal setting um, yeah. you do uh, out of habits like brushing your teeth or whatever it just happens to you almost because this is the way kind of society is built like your private home yeah. your work your commute whatever mm. but when you kind of thrown your into or throw yourself or you're thrown into this environment which is completely different and break those rules and break those walls quite literally yeah. um, literally <laughs> then you, you end up having kind of to relearn all of those yeah. and by yeah. unlearning and relearning new patterns it's actually quite an amazing exercise for the brain I think yeah I think so too yeah because then you really Definitely. ask yourself the questions that oh was this serving me what I was doing before yeah. um is yeah. this truth is this yeah. a truth for me right now still Exactly. I also think that's why a lot of people I'm talking to uh, often say some things like, before I moved in, I thought I was an introvert, but I realized I'm an extrovert or the other way around. Before I moved in, I thought I was an extrovert. I realized I'm an introvert because mm. it, it makes you really like experience both fully. Right. And then you're like, okay, actually, wait, this is not who I, you know, this is not me. And you, yeah. you have to yeah like you say you you, you your self-awareness is going yeah yeah 100 <laughs> just out out of the roof and yeah. i think of two more things now actually yeah. i think there's another aspect of old maddie before k9 maddie <laughs> that was so afraid of um being low in social environments having like an off day where I'm not super um, shared up and like social and like I have something to share, blah, 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 you know, I'm, I'm not in that at all. I'm basically in my introverted version uh, or side of myself and being so afraid of not being allowed and fully, fully accepted in the group, in the community. Yeah because I was like that and I remembered I think yeah that simultaneously happened with like my a bit of like that ex exhaustion from a lot of social interactions because that's been like a process in my mind and once I once it surfaced I was just like wow and I remember because in in the pods because we are for people in such a small space we have check-ins together so we basically put off a time every second week where we sit down and just like what's up how are you doing what's good what's not good and like we can lift 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 the stones basically lift the carpet and just be like okay we've pushed shit under here let's bring it out um and also just lift up the good stuff of course both um and I remember just crying so much over the fact that I was so scared you know it's like that little girl that was just so scared of showing up not feeling so well um mm. or not feeling like um the person I want to be in social settings and like really investigating that and seeing that you're still allowed you're still like so welcome you're still like if you just want to sit quietly and yeah then there will definitely be a caring soul sitting next to you being like are you okay like do you need anything 
um and then you can just be like no I'm, I'm just like tired right now or it's been a hard day or I've been stressed or something and then you are still allowed to be there you know yeah. it's like I think it's that also like a reptile version in our head of like we want to belong we want to to feel fully accepted in the group and wow like I see how I meet my friends outside of the house too where it's like usually I would maybe cancel that fika or dinner because I didn't feel like I could be that 100% social Maddie Um, but now I'm more like I show up as me like it's a whole other acceptance uh, which is so beautiful I like I wish everybody would feel that (laughs) I know. Uh, and I, I think this, this, this environment really put that uh, to the surface and also I feel has healed a lot in me. Mm. I think that's probably one of my favorite thing. My favorite yeah. aspect of, of living at K9 is this whole like... You see humans. You, you don't see um, a person or oh, I don't know, not, not person, but it's like you see humans. And you, you understand see, we're all human. All, all sides of one person, right? Because yeah. you're constantly, I mean constantly, because you see them <laughs> at different times, at different moments, at different periods of their life. And it, it's not always unicorns and butterfly. And it's um, no. and by seeing that someone can show that side of themselves, you yeah. allow yourself to show that as well. And I think the way this house has managed to create this psychological safety for everyone to feel comfortable and like they belong no matter what is quite magical. And I'm still, even though I've been like researching and reading about it for so long now, still kind of trying to put my finger on exactly how it's doing that. How does it Mm. make, I mean, probably we're not 100% like, um, uh, not maybe not everyone, feels like they belong at all time I'm sure there's some people who sometimes feel like this is not for me or but yeah. I feel like we're pretty close to a hundred percent success yeah. rate. just wondering how how do we do that like how how is it that most people when they move in within a few days or a couple of weeks that's it this is home this is okay to walk around in pajamas no makeup hair down whatever like what is that <laughs> That's actually very interesting. One thing that pops up that I think it could be is that we we are sort of a mix at this point in the house, at least. We're sort of a mix of people that's been living here for a long time and a mix of new ones. And I remember when I moved in, we were two new ones moving into the floor I live on at the same time. And we both got different buddies. So we had a buddy each that we could like connect with um and and just that brings a lot of comfort that you know that there is somebody you can go to um and then yeah I think the mix it's like uh, (laughs) I relate to it as dogs because I love dogs but it's like if you have a older dog that's been trained in how to sit lay down stop um don't bite that you know uh, and you bring in a puppy it's like the puppy will learn from the other one that's so true yes yeah <laughs> I love that uh, <laughs> metaphor yeah for sure no I think you're right I think we're just 
uh, it could it's be that whole, like do as I actually it's the other way around because usually it's do as I say not as I do but here it's do as I do right it's like learn from watching others and treat others the way you want to be treated kind of I guess yeah. yeah and you're mirroring the people that you're seeing right yeah 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 I guess that's probably mostly that it could be a part of it mm. I do think that yeah and then another part because uh, which also um, um and I'm going a little bit back here now to to the topic about like uh what I could feel would be a yeah. challenge as well um uh, because this has also been a journey um that is I love creating spaces I love to I almost have this OCD side inside of myself which is like I love color coding I love when things are symmetric I love when things are lying like nicely and tidy like puffed pillows in a couch oh my soul is just like yes <laughs> I can see the Marie Kondo thing yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's very live um and and moving in here I was just like I remember I had one morning and I was just like I woke up uh and uh, it was very quiet like a still morning uh I brewed some coffee and I was just like oh, I'm gonna put myself in the couch now and like the sun was the sunrise and blah 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 and I puffed the pillows and I folded the the um blanket and like oh it was so nice and tidy uh cleaned the table no dots no nothing <clears throat> sat there for a little while and and then I had a uh, meeting so then I went out came back literally like half an hour later <laughs> no puff pillows the blanket was like all scrunched up again <laughs> there was coffee stains on the table you know all that and I was just like what happened <laughs> what happened yeah and I remember like at that point I met a lot of like other voices and like um things in me but what what happened because I met that and I saw that I also just surrendered in to uh, just loving it because there's other humans here this is a home it's alive it's it's like I because I I could reflect back to a time when I came home to my apartment and was like everything was that clean and neat and perfect quote unquote and I remember how it's like I felt good but it was no life there mm. except my plants yeah you know yeah. and here it's like it's it's like life is here I um, that. also huge shift huge shift mm -hmm. um also feel like a, it's a good training before I get a family one day. <laughs> for sure. I think you should get used to things yeah. not being exactly as you want them, for sure. But I think that yeah. also brings another another thing, which is an interesting one, is also knowing when to voice uh, when yeah. things are not. Uh, because I completely understand. I mean, like you're saying, sometimes we just have to see the beauty in the things that annoy us, like you're saying, like, oh, but this is life, you know, there, there's friends here they also enjoy yeah it. yeah and to just to clarify it was like it's uh, like our home is very tidied up but that OCD side of me which is like I think a bit to the extreme 
that I've been able to give so much more love and see yeah. like oh, it's, this is is that true for me anymore that I want that need constantly like Mm-mm-mm-mm. no no mm. it's not it's not that alive in me anymore because I I value the life it brings because otherwise like uh, just like you say you need to voice of course but yeah. um, I think once again self-awareness of seeing like okay I have this side that's a bit more extreme maybe uh, mm. Uh, and uh, seeing like how can I balance that you know yeah yeah no completely I mean I fully understand I think I agree and when I was living at K9 I think I was much more relaxed about all of that than I am now living with my partner for example where Mm -hmm. anytime that something's like messy I'm like getting upset but when I was at K9 I was more on the messy side I mean you can ask my roommate and so America, she'll tell you. Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> I was quite messy at Canine. I mean, I tried to not, obviously, to respect her space and like keep my mess, you know, hidden and stuff. On but, your side, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and under my blanket or something. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but now here, I find myself being the, the really kind of almost obsessed about, you know, tidying. So it's quite an interesting wow. shift. And I think what you're saying about telling yourself, well, canine is alive, there is other humans here. And of course my partner is a human, but it's a very different dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, it makes me reflect on, maybe I should chill a little bit as well <laughs> on, on that side. Yeah, that was like the first thing I remember um, also missing actually, because I was exactly like, like you, or at least what I'm um, taking in from like, you know, pointing out that you didn't change the paper roll or like, why is your underwear still on the floor, you know? Uh, and I remember uh, specifically like a thing I missed when my ex and me broke up and I moved into my own apartment. He had this thing of like leaving, you know, when there's like three drops left in a milk package, he yes. would still put that into the fridge. I know. And I was like, what is, that? what is the logic in this? Is it like, let's place it here so you know you can put it up to your shopping list later or like what the fuck dude (laughs) like what's happening and I remember when I moved in by myself I was just like there's no there's no boxes like that anymore no because I don't do that you know and it's like I could almost like give love to that now afterwards instead for like when I was in that I and, get and that. that's also like something to, um, yeah, it's interesting once, once we shift um, or it's, I'm, I'm more curious why we would shift. Why is it that we would go from uh, K9 and like 50 people, then it's fine. Um, and then like when we are just with one person living together, you're just two, like the normal, I don't know. Mm. And that's when it pops up so interesting like why does that happen that's really interesting my personal thinking is that i mean for me at least what the way i see it is that when i was at k9 i was getting everything that i needed from different people Mm. and that made me that sounds very strange (laughs) it made me fully I mean, of course, you can always want more and you always have goals and dreams, but I felt very, very fulfilled socially yeah. uh, on all, all level, like my personal uh, stuff, but even like networking at 
work-wise, professionally. It was just like every aspect, you know, the things that I love yoga as well. I have people that mm. I can drink and talk about yoga. I have people who could uh, teach me things that no idea uh, existed. That there's all aspects yeah. <laughs> were covered. Um, when I moved with my partner, mm. it's this whole thing of I expect everything from one person. And yeah. of course, that person cannot deliver. I mean, this is completely unrealistic expectation. And so <laughs> as much as I know that, I think in the day-to-day -day life, I get frustrated. And that frustration, especially with COVID and everything, could not go on mm. anyone else. And I could not reach out to anyone else to kind of fill those gaps that I was missing. And so I think everything that I assume is wrong in my life or in my social life is because that person is not fulfilling my needs, mm. right? And so the milk carton is kind of like the embodiments of everything <laughs> that doesn't work. Whereas at K9, if something annoying happens, of course, if it keeps happening, it is annoying and it, be, it yeah. remains annoying. But yeah. if something annoying happens, there's so many people around, you're getting so much that yeah, you're like, okay, it's very time, rich life. I can let's let go of because I'm mm. getting so much from anyone, everyone, and everything. That that's yeah. how I kind of like analyze it after two years. <laughs> I hear you. And there's a fantastic woman called Esther Perel. Have you heard of her? Someone mentioned her in the podcast. I can't remember who it is, but yeah, it's uh, she. I think she is a psychologist, but then she's been. Uh, she's like a relationship coach and uh, I don't I don't know the English word sexologist sexologist no sex I know in, in French it's sexologue I have no idea yeah yeah but she's basically yeah so I think the main thing she focused on is a lot of like relationship therapy and stuff and she has she's done an amazing TED talk and um, uh, she has like this quote that's just been landing in me ever since I heard it you can't find a whole village in one person yeah mic drop like it's so good yeah yeah <laughs> and it's exactly so true. and it's like you see you need a village right you need yeah. a village to raise a kid but also to raise yourself and to to grow and to, to just be happy and so that village for us is was or is canine and so when you mm. leave that village it's up to you to build another one, right? And yeah. it's hard to do when you don't have the help of opening the door or you know, pulling the, the curtain Curtains. and having people there, right? Yeah. Mm. That's also an interesting thing that you're actually mentioning that. And just by hearing like moving out of K9, I'm instantly just like, <gasps> no. <laughs> no <laughs> i know right it's also an interesting thing it's like when i moved into the house and for two years every time someone would move out or mention or start talking about it i would be like never never it's not happening i will never move out i will die here and <laughs> i don't know i was so convinced you know and mm. yeah i think unfortunately that's the one negative, okay, maybe not the only, but a quite negative thing with K9 is that it's gonna end. It's but that's... you can't push the walls, and sometimes yeah. you need a just a little bit more space 
if you're gonna meet someone, if you want to, I mean, I really wanted to get a dog. I, there's, there was more that I needed, uh, mm. not socially, but in terms of life, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what do you want with life? I hear you. And, and that's actually also a thing that has started to really land in me. Like I've always had this really fixed um idea about like okay it's gonna be me my partner in a big house and we're gonna have the villa and the dog and the car and the kids like you know that whole picture and I've started to question that too it's like where is that really what I want why why wouldn't it actually be able to to raise a family and have different families living together in something similar like this yeah. maybe separate houses but in a in, in the in the same farm or something you know and then have massive common spaces that we take care of together and like yeah. I don't know like it's just started to really opening up like how I look at my future as well you know For sure and, I mean now and, that I've moved out I know that I I need it I know that I've been living two years now without that kind of community and it's not okay for me like I need yeah. it and so this whole maybe like you're saying like more like co-housing so you still get yeah. your own space but you share yeah. a lot of things and you still have this community feeling yeah that I definitely need in the future for mm. sure mm. let's do it <laughs> no I like for me it's like that. really let's do it for real yeah no but I think it's possible like I it's not even a naive side of me that's present in this moment like I'm just like yeah no it is it is very possible people are doing it we visited one in Cambridge actually a co-housing mm. so everybody has their own house or flat and then they share a shared house that mm. has a massive kitchen living room and then guest rooms for friends oh, visiting and then in the center they have this gorgeous meadow where kids are playing and I'm like okay uh, sign me up like this is it <laughs> I'm overlating guys I'm overlating <laughs> I mean uh, yeah that was just uh, so amazing unfortunately Cambridge mm. for us is a little bit too far from where we need to be right now mm. so yeah it's doable people are doing it so that's nice. exactly yeah it's so cool oh another fantastic lesson that I feel is also very present uh is the fact that you know like you, you hear about this and it's like it's a constant thing within life where it's like change is the one thing that we know is constant like th that that is just accept that and I think we as humans we don't really want that we we are very we're not prone to to want to change um But that is something I think since I moved in, it's like, because once I moved in, it's like, oh, I, I had hung out a lot with just these people. And then I saw that it shifted. And then I hang out a lot with, with uh, this floor or that floor or this little group, you know, the group dynamics yeah. is so interesting how they also shift. And it's, it's, um, it's constant in a way, but then there's a beauty in it too because you learn so much once again about relationships you know um and even though it is a community it's like 
you need to still prioritize and nurture different relationships in order for them to still blossom yeah so it's not like a, it's not because i think there's like definitely that we have this community that's always available but then we're still like relational beings and in order to go deeper or connect more we need to nurture and that's also a thing i think when i moved in the first like months and stuff i was just like oh this is it okay i've found my little spot and uh, i know like these people better and like uh, these are the ones i really vibe with and these are like you 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 get into this bubble and you think that bubble is always going to last yeah but change is constant and that's also like uh, because this is in your home so then it, it shakes you a bit more it affects you a bit more than than just like okay i don't like i've been really close friends with this one and we've been doing this activity together for example like when you live by yourself and then like okay not really maybe vibing it's not the same energy there anymore um and then you sort of like okay let's just shift because you, you yeah. but here it's like it's happening in your home so yeah. it affects you in a whole other way and it's so interesting um to like also there face the fears of like okay um uh, why is this happening how am i reacting in this situation what can i do i'm specifically me i go into like problem solving modes straight away um and need to practice more going into surrendering and accepting yeah <laughs> big reason why i do meditator yoga <laughs> <laughs> no but that's um, great yeah it's great to be aware of that and then i yeah. think you're very very right like it's easy to feel like you have i think it was chloe in her podcast that mm. in her episode she was sharing that at some point she realized that she had great like encounters with everyone she loved everyone but she yeah. realized after a few months that she didn't have deep meaningful relationship uh, yeah. that she she took it for granted right it comes with the house Boom. and she was like no i i now need to prioritize actually going deeper with the people and i think we forget that because yes like you're saying there's so many people and there's it's always and available yeah little groups and always available you can go from one person to another and so you never mm. feel or you rarely you really have <laughs> to try hard to feel lonely right but uh but it's true those uh, those little bubbles can burst they will burst. Burst, always yeah and i think the same thing can be true with your group of friends or your group of people outside the house it's so important exactly. to keep maintaining those relationships as well and i think yeah. i failed there very poorly like very badly and when you move out it's such a, a slap in the face to realize that wait i i wasn't a greatest friend with the people that I didn't live with and that that's that's just not good mm. <laughs> a lot of learnings for sure yeah and it keeps going <laughs> yeah yeah I mean I wonder the I think I should try and talk to the people who've been in the house for like five years oh my um, god yes I wonder like how much or maybe they're just like maybe they're the people who question the less you know <laughs> they just go with could be yeah but then i also like really want to add like this um really like grateful uh feeling i have for canine 
like obviously all the insights that I've shared here, but also the fact that like we have the canine talks, for example, amazing, just amazing. Like, and uh, during my, because that's also like where specifically the last one was so amazing. Like I, you could really see the uh, variations. Um, and what I mean by that is like, for example, one person talked about how Northern Lights on like autonomy level works, how, how that happens. It's like, yeah, we had like a PowerPoint of electrons and neutrons and positive and negative and like the Earth, but like, it was so cool. Uh, like, I don't think I would have ever gone that deep if it wasn't for that TED talk um, by myself. Like, it, it's just like you say, it's so rich. And then we had another person just going in talking about how dal is like the best meal you can ever have <laughs> you know it's like the, yeah <laughs> felt like that yeah you know it's like you you, you just um have like I, I don't know it just it was like that canine talk made me feel like comfortable enough to be like okay we can go from like just talking about a dish to like something that's super nerdy or like really yeah, yeah. deep 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 um and somebody else just sharing their passion you know it's like so beautiful and that sparked straight away in me like oh maybe I want to do that maybe I can yeah. do that yeah. that's also like this um, open space of like being able to to express different things try different things um during my yoga teacher training which I did which I did at yoga mana here in Stockholm fantastic studio um, um, I did my teacher training there and during that we had um, two different tasks so one of them was to of course have yoga hold classes mm-hmm. uh, like practice and the second thing was to have um, uh, uh, sessions uh, specifically one-on-one so I had to have like one-on-one self-healing sessions uh, and you know it's like one slack post boom people show up people are interested people want to to join and support and it's like so so beautiful so I had yeah during the fall I had once a week in send room anybody from the house was uh, welcome to come when I practiced and I mean now that I'm applying in studios I feel so comfortable because mm. I've gotten so beautiful feedback and people in the house are also like we feel or I feel at least and um, that we are so like open to receiving both the positive and the negative you know um yeah. feedback that is like okay well maybe I didn't really like this could be a personal view but I think maybe it could be good to think about next time you know stuff like that it's yeah. like oh you learn so much um it opens up so much possibilities and then it's like up to you as a person of course to be able to go and, and grasp them and act on mm-hmm. them but the possibilities are really endless here in a way yeah no I love that that you mentioned that I think this is it's kind of like a a how to say like a a playground where you can try your ideas and you have these people that not only will be there to try with you but they will also yeah they know what to say in a they know how to bring negative comments in a nice way and they know how to really celebrate you when you know when it's needed and and it's it's really rare to have that. Yeah, you can always yeah. test on your parents and your brother and your sister, but it's completely different, right? So to have different. People that will encourage you to 
you know, challenge yourself and like get out of your comfort zone, but still build this safe space for you. That's just like priceless. Yeah, It's priceless, 100%. And actually, as you mentioned that like uh, parents, it's like one thing I've also realized, which is a huge thing, uh, like the dynamics of how we live. So like you, you grow up, um, hopefully, or I can speak for myself at least, like I grew up in like family of four, me, my little brother, dad and mom, boom, mm. in a house, super small town lived like that until I was 18 years old then I moved out uh, had my apartment for like half a year by myself uh, met my partner we moved in together boom moved to Stockholm six and a half years later I moved in by myself again it's like the dynamics that we live in it's like like when when I was a kid it's like you were always the kid in that house in, mm-hmm. a, in a way because in that dynamic it's like that's the family dynamic and then you move on to maybe the partner dynamic the sambo like when you're you live two grown-ups together and you're in a relationship like you're both romantic but then you still like do life together and I think co-living is like I don't know it's like for me it's been like me as a person I've been able to show up in all of those aspects but in one container and it's more of like everybody sees me as the adult everybody sees me as just me and I'm um you know free to do whatever there is not any dynamic holding me down or um making me be able to choose differently or da 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 you know to be able to contain the dynamic like here it's just like an adult to another adult yeah. it's um, not being defined as yeah your not being defined into another relationship yeah you you're don't have to play out a role sister you're not yeah. the girlfriend you are yeah. a daddy you and I, yeah. I felt exactly that when I moved into the house because I had just broken up with my partner of 10 years and for oh, 10 boom. years I had been and girlfriend. not in a bad way I don't mean that in a bad no. way but I had been like the girlfriend of this mm. person and I had defined myself like that we are a couple this is us and before that I was you know my I was a sister I was a, I mean I'm still obviously a sister and a daughter and all of that but yeah yeah mine I could be whoever I wanted to be and that was such a fun quest as well right That's oh I wish we could go on I actually yeah <laughs> 10 minutes but I really want to ask you uh, I really want to ask you my last question that I ask everyone yeah. Um, which is what makes a home for you what makes a home for me oh <laughs> wow because mm. I realized there are things that pops up straight away that I'm like oh this is what I used to say but I'm really interesting in seeing like in this moment right now what is a home for me <laughs> um a home for me is a space where I am allowed to be 100% myself. Just like we spoke about now. It's a space where I can be 100% myself. I can be strong Maddie. I can be sad Maddie. I can be um, like 
the sexual Maddie. I can be the happy Maddie. I can be the silly Maddie, uh, professional, like all of me, that's home. And I think what allows that is um, definitely uh, what type of people you have around you. That's one thing. I mean, space is still important for me. Um, oh, this is so hard. Yeah, this is so hard. I mean, that's already a really good answer, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And I've also realized that it's not like, yeah, K9 right now is so alive within me and, and my life. But I also realized that uh, looking back, like, yeah, I moved from from my like childhood home to like my own apartment and my ex and we moved around a little bit. And then I moved into my own space, then Villa 24 and then here. Like that's the biggest moves I've done. But then... I've traveled a bit as well. And I mean, home is always within you in, in a way. But I think the people around you, and it's, uh, once again, we are relational beings. And it's like, if you feel like you can be just 100% you, that's when you're home. So it's not connected to a place, actually. I <laughs> no, I love it. Yeah, I think when you can be... All the version of yourself, I really, really like that. It really resonates with me because I feel like I'm, I'm pretty happy here, but I cannot be all the version of myself. So mm. I completely get that, that I need, there's still some layers that I need to unfold somehow. And for that, I need people around me. So that's very interesting definition. I love it. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, this was really fun. Thank you. If you reached the end of the episode, maybe it means you enjoyed it. Never hesitate to share it or leave a comment or even a review. It takes a few seconds for you and means so much to me. If you want to recommend someone or yourself, please do reach out. I'm always looking for new guests and new stories to share. And one last thing, if you want to dive deeper into the power of living community, maybe check out my book, Have Your Cake and Share It Too, in which I talk about my experience the challenges and the learnings of a life shared with 50 people. That was the Humans Inside the Pods with Morgan O'Learon. Make sure to join our mailing list so you don't miss an episode. Link in our bio.